Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. I am your host, John Newman, and today I do not have anybody with me. Going to be going solo on this episode of the podcast. Going to be touching on this past weekend's NFL games, uh, the stats and aftermath of uh, what has transpired this past weekend. Um, uh, Thoughts and prayers to... uh, Dane Jackson, as he is recovering from that big hit, he seemed to be in very good spirits, first and foremost, wishing health to all of the players that were injured this past weekend. Um, and I sincerely mean that. Uh, it's it's uh, never fun uh, to see the cart out there. We saw the cart out there a couple times this past weekend. So, uh, And then the ambulance and then the Dane Jackson situation. Uh, but... Uh, uh, tease and peace to everybody out there and wishing them uh, well on their recovery. Um, and then, and same goes to the fighters and everybody who uh, was boxing and, um, and the uh, mixed martial arts events this past weekend. On a much lighter note, I had some UFC daily fantasy sports action for the first time this weekend. I was able to go over to Kansas and uh, watch my cousin race stock cars at the local dirt oval. And uh, during the intermission, I just uh, logged into that DraftKings and and did the daily fantasy sports lineup for the UFC card that was going to be on Saturday. And uh, it went well. I'll give you those uh, picks right here. Trevin Giles, uh, winner. Um, Damon Jackson, winner. Uh, Mark Andre Burial uh, did not win. Uh, Andre Tucci Philly, uh, he wins. Robocop Rodriguez wins, and Corey Sandhagen wins. So I only had one loser out of them. The rest of them won. Uh, two of them scored over 100. Sand Higgins scored 96. So uh, Damon Jackson versus Pat Sabatini was the one that was uh, only 14% of the people picked him, and he scored over 100 points. Uh, Robocop had 28% of the people pick him, and he scored 108 points, and he was the highest scorer on mine. So, uh, yeah, so, so I had some good solid picks there that the public wasn't quite looking at as much as me it looks like uh yeah so that was the uh daily fantasy action that i made on friday i think i tweeted out something about canelo if you like money to back canelo if you could and that my stake in it would be i thought you know if you were ballsy enough with it eighth round knockout so i had that part of it wrong but uh, I would grade myself at maybe halfway correct on that if in terms of giving advice out there. Um, I'm not sure, you know, it, I mean, if you were betting on, on knockout and you were watching the fight, um, you could see if you could cash it out at a certain point and, and where your cash out options are at, at uh, certain points there. You're still just surrendering your money to the house. But if you pull out at the right time, you know, maybe you could you – could, uh, there could be a comeback round or two, and you could swing the money uh back to on the onto the money line, and 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 uh, and and still come out profitable at the very very end of the fight. Uh, I, I'm 
I'm not um, too familiar with you know gambling and boxing, but because um, uh, uh, it, it's the most dangerous sport to gamble in, uh, folks. Uh, I'd much rather gamble in, in mixed martial arts, a sport that I can easier judge and uh, easier see because it's just something that I've watched from a technical aspect from a lot younger age. Like people don't realize, like it was on after Deadliest Warrior, which was always a f- uh, favorite for people of my generation to watch. It was always on Spike TV after that. It was always on Fuel TV after Monster Trucks and and things like that. Uh, and yeah, the UFC definitely had its way of making it, it its way to the uh, American household and and the enthusiasts that it needed and. Uh, I don't know. I feel like some of it gets stripped away in this this ESPN Plus deal I've been subscribed to since they started because I want to watch the prelims and I want to see every fight. And uh, I don't know. It's it, it's kind of it's kind of annoying having to have uh, you know ESPN Plus and then they're like talking about limiting the amount of devices you can have it on, things like that. You, you're like really you're you're affecting like. Your, your viewership we can seriously just stream it if we have to like from from the internet and we don't we, we we don't we won't care we won't care we know you'll care but we won't so this is me issuing a warning about uh taking too much credit where it's not due to to guys uh, running promotions out there for uh, ESPN Plus's conglomerates, uh, the top-ranked boxing and and the uh, UFC, PFL, things like that. You gotta you gotta stop. I mean, the fighters are the ones that were willing to step in there and and make those short notice changes. Not not you guys, and you guys are fucking not paying them worth worth a shit. You're not paying them worth a shit in the sport of mixed martial arts, and it pisses me the fuck off. And uh, that's my two cents on it. I stand up for more fighter pay. Whenever these, whenever you think about it, you probably don't even realize that almost forty percent of their checks got to go to uh, nutrition, coaches, gyms, things like this, so they can stay on schedule. And and um, it's more expensive. Uh, the better you get, because the better you get. You know, the better your coaching has to be. And, you know, the the pandemic, it can't help anything. It can only – it only caused inflation. It, it's kind of ridiculous that that I, I brought that up. I shouldn't have brought that up, but uh, it had nothing to do with anything. I brought it up. But it, it did have something to do with the economy because the economy is fucking in the shitter right now. Uh, inflation's out the ass. The money printer's going, brrr, shipping the fucking money off to war, and it, it it's not good. Uh, none of that's relating to fighter pay. I know. I just went on a fucking little rant on the outside of the box. Um, you know, it kind of is. It's it's like a Nazism. It's like uh, micromanaging. Uh, the fighter pays is a little little fascist, a little fascist in my opinion. 
Sorry for that fucking rant. Um, let's get back into it. Let's get back into uh, what what we can, you know, talk about what we can, how we can quantify. Forty five million dollars going to um, uh, Canelo Alvarez, one of the most generous guys when it comes to paying the people within his camp and uh, you know keeping the sport alive, giving so much back to the sport. He does so much for it. it he's just a a gentleman, a gentleman, a wealthy, wealthy gentleman. At this point in his life, uh, he's he's deserves every dollar that he's gotten. Um, uh, he's uh, uh, deserving of of picking anybody who who wants to challenge him. He deserves to get as much time as he wants to to pick. Uh, but I, I would not be surprised if he wants to fight before the end of the year. Um, usually doesn't fight in October, uh, but uh, maybe we can see him in November or December uh, fight again before the end of the year. If not, probably January or February of next year. You can expect to see another Canelo fight. Um, now the boxing world has... Got that uh, December 3rd date now locked in their head for Fury versus uh, Anthony Joshua um, in Wales. Uh, it's going to be a, a big, big-time event. Uh, the World Cup, I believe, will be going on during this time as well. So it's um, going to be an incredible time to be a sports fan uh, this this winter uh really really is all right that's cool and all but let's let's move on to the next topic it's the nfl i'm gonna flame roger goodell's ass real quick um yeah yeah this is a subject that's that that hits me personally what is the point of waiting to suspend my man willie gay for criminal misconduct breaking a vacuum cleaner that cost a little under a thousand dollars he he's getting a four game suspension which look it was a domestic violence related thing obviously i do not condone that i'm no longer a john jones fan because of his bullshit in that regard so obviously i don't think anyone that's that that would that would think that that's what i'm getting at okay what I'm getting at is the timing is just odd. It, it just so happens to be it's after he's been making some good plays and it happens to be twice as long as whoever that guy who's the rookie running back that actually beat up his girlfriend got. Okay, so he's getting he's getting twice as much as that. Okay. It's it's a quarter of what Deshaun Watson's getting while he's still yet to face criminal legal action from any of those massage therapists that are unwilling to settle. So so we still don't know if there's more coming to that story or not. I'm just going to shut up about it until we know of any resolutions or things of that sort because I don't want to get, you know, hit with anything for just speaking, you know, about uh the last couple of, you know, accusers in that situation maybe have not uh taken settlement in the way that uh, normally would persist okay end of uh talking about deshaun watson so the league's just saying they could care less about anything regarding the optics of the players who are in it 
they're just basically contracted employees of its NFL conglomerate franchises. They don't care how those franchises look um, and how those franchises reflect the people that live in their cities. They, they really don't. They really don't give a fuck about us. And yeah, I'm, I'm still on my podcast drawing attention to the NFL. This is exactly what they fucking want. They want somebody to flame them the fuck up for their shitty ass ideas. Uh, to them, yeah, it, that's all they want. They want more views. It's more money and the ability to tell everybody to fuck off with what they have, uh, with, because they're the only worthwhile professional league in this sport. I'm not advocating for anything except for fairness. And this league is, it, it's, it's plain unfair. What's, what's, what's the delay? Why could this suspension not have happened in weeks one through four? That would be more fair, but optics-wise, this is a total fucking joke and a letdown. It's happening to protect Tom Brady and Tom Brady's fucking legacy. But but here we go. We're we're the conspiracy theorists. Let's move on. We've got to talk about what's going to happen this Thursday, this weekend, and, and this Monday. We got Pittsburgh at Cleveland on Thursday. Um. Pittsburgh's going to probably win. I don't know. I, I could care less. Fuck that division. Except for, I, I just want Mike Tomlin to win win some games. That'd be nice. Um, Buffalo, Miami. That's a tough call right there. This is Sunday at noon. Buffalo's going to give them a wake-up call. Buffalo is going to give Miami a wake-up call. Cincinnati at New York. Cincinnati is going to give New York a wake-up call. Joe Flacco can't. Come on. Come on. Joe Flacco can't maintain. Yeah. Las Vegas at Tennessee. Uh, I'm, I'll take I'll take the – the Titans looked like ass. Let's be honest. They looked like ass last week. Do they bounce back? I don't know. Do they stop running that stupid pitch play? With Derrick Henry, like, come on, give him the ball with a lead block. Like, give him the ball with a lead block or a pulling guard. Like, what are we doing here? He's a tank. The fuck? Um, I'm backing off on that, but I'm going to go Las Vegas probably gets it. I hate picking the Raiders to win. Uh, New Orleans at Carolina. New Orleans, I don't know what that last throw Jameis had in mind was, but We'll take New Orleans over Carolina. Baltimore at New England. This is a tough one to call here because once New New England, you know, they they hit their bounce back. They they could I don't know. Look for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens to win that game and cover probably. John Harbaugh and the Ravens. Um, Detroit at Minnesota. Um, Minnesota looked awful. Detroit won last week. And if I think everybody's thinking what I'm thinking, if we get that every time, Detroit wins. I think we're all going to be Detroit Lions fans by the end of the season. Let let's let's roll. Let's roll. MCDC, <laughs> Motor City, Dan Campbell. I just love this team, guys. This is just a great squad. 
football guys, man. Just a great squad of locker room leaders and football guys, and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna we're gonna kick this shit out of the Vikings. Is what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's that's gonna happen, Detroit. God, I need to turn that down. Yeah, we're going we're going Detroit over Minnesota, Philadelphia at Washington in the in the NFC Turlet Bowl. One of these teams is getting moved down a peg in the in the tiers from good to average. And I think Washington's going to beat them. Washington wins. Kansas City at Indianapolis. Kansas City without my man Willie Gay, but we will see Leo Chennault, the linebacker out of Wisconsin for the first time, making a start most likely. We, we, we might see some older veteran player make a start over him. We don't know exactly what's going to happen with that yet. Uh, Kansas City and Kansas City to cover. Houston at Chicago, the last of the noon games here. Houston at Chicago, the Bears. Uh, both teams are not that great, let's be honest. Um, but we'll take Chicago just because they're at home. The Bears. And Jacksonville at Los Angeles. This is the early afternoon start, 3.05. Uh, the Chargers of Los Angeles. Um, Jacksonville, surprising team this year. And depending on how healthy Justin Herbert is, um, we will see Jacksonville possibly pull off an upset. No. No, I think regardless, you got Eckler in the backfield. Chargers win this game regardless. Los Angeles Rams at Arizona, 325. Um, and these next three are at 325 on Sunday. Uh, I'm taking... The Rams still have uh, not really impressed me, but they've been quite the bugaboo here for... Arizona. I, I, you know what? You know what? I'm going Arizona Cardinals, baby. Back to back weeks. I'm going to take them. Back to back weeks. I'm taking Arizona. Uh, Green Bay at Tampa Bay. I'm not going to go against. I'm not going to go against the goat. Even though I love Aaron Rodgers, I'm not going to go against the goat in this situation. I'm going Tampa Bay at home. Atlanta at Seahawks. Last of the mid-afternoon games, the 325ers. We got Atlanta at Seattle. I haven't seen either of these teams play yet. Um, shot in the dark. I'm going to take the team coached by Pete Carroll, Seattle. San Francisco at Denver, Sunday night football. I'm taking San Francisco with Jimmy G at the quarterback. 7.30 on Sunday, I think. You'll see that. We'll see that. Um, in the high altitude, Jimmy G. Um, we'll see what Jimmy G can do. Then we got Dallas at New York on Monday night football. 
I'm not going to pick against the New York Giants. I said they could, if they could win this division game here, if they can win this one, I'm not picking against the G-Men here. Uh, I will have the opportunity uh, to go make some bets and things like that. Uh, but as of right now, I'm saving my money. And uh, I enjoyed the game at, at Arrowhead on Thursday. That was fun. It was expensive. Um, great home opener against the rival squad. Had had some great plays in it. I already covered that on that Hangover podcast. Um, uh, yeah, I said, you know, I watched the Mizzou game. Just kind of like still see some issues, but I'm not going to say anything disparaging about the uh, Tigers. They're still on their way up under Eli Drinkwitz. And I, I talked a lot of shit with a lot of different people on Twitter spaces, uh, a lot of different shit. I was uh, in with uh, some New Orleans fans listening to them as they took on the bitch boy and, and the buck and queefers. Uh, I know he's the greatest all time, but I mean, he was starting fights with everybody out there and backing up and, and doing what he always fucking does, uh, getting in the heads of trying to get in the heads of his opponents and, and things like that. And then we saw both Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore get thrown out of the game. I don't know. It's soft as shit seeing grown men, uh, have to get thrown out of football games cause they, they can't stop fighting. Uh, uh, I don't know. Is it soft as shit that they're getting thrown out? Yeah, but it's also soft as shit that they're grown ass men throwing, going to, you know, blows and they can't play within the fucking whistle. It's a violent game. Just beat your guy straight up. Uh, um, uh, but it looks like Dane Jackson was good in good spirits, at least after taking that big hit. He, he at least uh, had somebody uh, tweet something nice out for him. Um, since uh, it is Wednesday, we just had the Tuesday night contender series, so we've got um, some new fighters for the UFC. Uh, actually, pretty noteworthy because, um, well, we've got uh, Austin Lane, a former Kansas City Chief, earned a contract alongside uh, uh, all four other winners, uh, Jafel Filo, Nerulo Ailiev, uh Raul Rosas Jr., uh, and Bruno Ferreira. Ferreira, um, uh, Raul Rosas, Raul Rosas Jr. Uh, is the youngest to ever earn a UFC contract at 17 years old. He's uh, going to be 18 in a couple weeks time. Um, so he will be uh, able to be commissioned in every state to fight. Um, uh, I know that would be, you know, maybe the only concern with the UFC getting somebody who is 17, but like I said, you know, only got a couple more weeks to worry about that as far as the athletic commissions are concerned, uh, for licensing him to fight, uh, wherever, you know, the next, um, events are going to be taking place, uh, and whatever rules and regulations have to be met, um, generic uh i think that's about it for this episode it's kind of a short episode i hit you with a lot of things and um you know i think it's a, this is a pretty good uh episode to listen to if you're a fan of the twitter scroll that is at talk more sports on twitter um uh we get in there on spaces i and uh talk a little bit uh, with, with some other people and everything. 
uh, I try not to, uh, I try to avoid certain, you know, people that, you know, have, uh, detrimental, you know, detrimental fucking patterns in there. Uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it's midday. I'm, I'm starting to yawn. So that means I need to go downstairs, uh, plug up and, 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 uh, you know, work out and, and get some work in, on uh, on, uh, my new bench that I got, uh, I will uh, talk to you guys uh, soon. Uh, make sure to like this or subscribe. Uh, put that heart on it on Spotify or wherever you're listening to. Uh, I do appreciate you guys listening to the Roundtable Sports Podcast. This has been John Newman. I am out.